Welcome to the Claudio Rosano Show on ClaudioRosano.com, brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. Claudio will be speaking to sports legends from the 70s, 80s, and 90s about their careers, business, and what they're doing now. He will also hold roundtable discussions with some old friends about trending topics in the world of sports. And now, here's Claudio. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Claudio Relsano Show, brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. As always, want to thank Rick Mitchell for the introductions and my fantastic producer, who I could not do the show without him, Mr. Adam Zalouf. Well, Eric Jackson Lurie is uh, obviously one of the sponsors to the show and one of my best friends, a godfather to his wonderful son, Noble, and Duran, another nice young man. And, and we have to mention Camille, his wife. So we have to give a shout out to Eric Jackson. But he uh, suggested that I get our next guest on the show today, who is a legend. He's a rock singer, guitarist, member of the band Prism, and he has a great brand new CD out called now which i urge all of you to get i just listened to it a couple times the past week and you're going to love the music the lyrics uh so please welcome the legendary al harlow al thank you so much for being on the show well claudio thank you for having me i don't know if i can follow that illustrious introduction that you just gave me thank you (laughs) you definitely will and and it's all earned for sure and if eric says great things about you you're, you're damn good eric's got a picky ear for music for sure Oh yeah, he's a he's a muso for sure, and I I, th- I think he's become my new manager. Well, you know what? First of all, he he loves you to death. Number one, number two, I I love his show because he doesn't just talk about the song or or the artist. He kind of finds things that nobody really knows about, and it's an interesting show. He does a great job, and uh, and this is a compliment. He has a great voice for radio, great face too, but he does have a great voice for radio. <laughs> he does indeed, and and as you say, he makes it so interesting because he knows all about the artist and the the backstory. You know, he yes. he knows where all this music is coming from, so it's 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 really special. He he's a special guy. Well, you know, I like to before we talk about your CD and and your music career. But I always like to find out how things kind of started. I know for me, I was eight years old when I knew what I wanted to do with the rest of my life in baseball and so on and so forth. But uh, what, when did you, or better yet, tell us about the 15-year-old Al Harlow. <laughs> yes, if we could bring the 15-year-old into the room here. Well, I'd give him a firm lecture. I'd tell him to stay in school. But, <laughs> but uh, I... I well, thank you. I, I must say that uh, I grew up at just the right time to be the, the the Beatles and the Rolling Stones devotee, you know what I mean, the British invasion stuff. And I had an older sister, and she was the right age to be that first wave of Elvis Presley fan when I was a little baby. So so I was doomed, you know what I mean? There was, there was no alternative. <laughs> right. Well, but when did you know that uh, music was going to be a part of your life? Well, it would probably be back at the beginning. I, I think uh, uh, under the Christmas tree was a little ukulele, and that became my air guitar. I was I was doing Elvis jumping around on the sofa, you know, on the right. furniture, and uh, yeah, that's that's where the trouble started. Why do you say trouble? Because <laughs> it, it, it hasn't stopped. You know what I mean? It's just been, uh, uh, and and also I, I think that uh, my generation. That songwriting, like not not just playing the music, but uh, I just I thought it was my duty to write my own songs, and I guess that would have been the Lennon McCartney Bob Dylan era. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Right. So uh, I, I never questioned. You know, when you're young, you're not you're not reflective. You're not. You, there's no self-editing. You know, you're just waving your arms around as as, as fast as you can. So uh, so I started writing songs. With, uh, you know, when I, when I learned to to read and write. You know, it's crazy because that's one of the questions I'm definitely going to get to later about lyrics and, and writing songs. But before we get to that, now, uh, there's no straight line. You know, when you said, OK, I want to be in, mu- in the music business, a singer, guitarist, whatever path you wanted to do. Number one, which path was it? Was it writer uh, like Barry Manilow wanted to be a writer? And then all of a sudden it turned out to be what he what he became. So what did you want to do? Number one. And. I'm sure it wasn't a straight path. I'm sure there was a lot of uh, ups and downs through that journey. Tell us a little bit about both of those. Yes, yes, you're you're right. Um, we 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 mentioned the writing, but but there was the the performer aspect. Like I remember um, picking up the guitar, just being so fascinated by this thing. And uh, I had a uh, sort of an absentee older brother, and he he would stop by on my birthday and Christmas, and he would give me albums by the guitar heroes, Dwayne Eddy in The Ventures, you know, and Hank B. Marvin in The Shadows. So, so I really had to get this guitar thing down. But I, but I thought, well, those those are my my guitar heroes, you know. They they don't do any of this singing. That that singing stuff, you know, that's kind of for sissies. But no, we had Chuck Berry, and you know, and and we did have the, the Beatles harmonizing and all that, and the Beatles. Boys, you know, and right. so I re- I realized that I had to I had to put the package together. So, uh, as as you say, I I considered those things like uh, different skill sets, like different uh, different pursuits. Yeah, I, I put the guitar down and then concentrate on the singing. So, the, you know, we're talking about a twelve year old kid here sitting in his bedroom assembling little model hot rod car kits. You know, uh, to me, it was just all one thing. This this is just what you do. You know. Right. Now, real quick, tell us also where you were from. Well, from Vancouver, B.C., Canada. So we're way over here on the Pacific Ocean. And uh, and uh, now we're, we were very, very influenced by just all the great American rock and roll that was that was coming across. Like, right. you know, we're 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 kind of the, your your closest cousins. You know what I mean? So. So, uh, yeah, I always thought I was an American. <laughs> that's that's a good thing. It's a good thing. We, we want you. We want you. Put it to you that way. Now, um <laughs> When did you say, when would you say that you got your first big break? Oh, my goodness. Uh, let's see. Well, I remember being in the fifth grade and playing a Dwayne Eddy song in front of a school assembly. So uh, I thought I'd arrived. You know, this this right, is it. Right. You know, you know, like, like next week, I'll be on the Ed Sullivan show, you know. Uh, but then uh, around our, in the, in the Vancouver area, uh, we used to have these Friday night t- uh, community-sponsored teen dances where the local radio uh, disc jockeys would come around and give away T-shirts and records and stuff like that, you know. So if you got on that, you know, if you were playing a Friday night teen dance, which I managed to do, then, well, well that's it. You've arrived. You know, you will be on Ed Sullivan next week. Sure. <laughs> now, Prism, obviously a very well-known, popular uh, group that's been around for a long time, which is hard to do. And to be honest with you, and let me ask your opinion on this real quick, Al. Um, hmm. and, and this isn't a knock on today's performers or anything like that. Congratulations to them all. I hope they have wonderful success. I just don't see bands, groups, singers today lasting for a long time and having that fan base travel with them through the years. Am, am I right or wrong? Well, we're certainly in a different culture now. We're certainly in a in a, in a far more 
uh, a complex media world, aren't we? So, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm grateful. Uh, I'm, I mean, uh, people say, oh, the music today. But, no, it's it's great. You just have to go search for it. You know, we're all in little compartments. There's there's no mass audience. Everyone's in their little stylistic pockets, you know. So it's it's hard for young people to... To, to, to gather a sizable uh, uh, audience. And, and I guess to, to go back with the backstory here, uh, once upon a time you had AM radio and, and, uh, and you know, three networks, the big networks on, on, on sure. television. And all you had to do was break into that, you know, and get a quarter page ad in Rolling Stone magazine and you would arrive because everybody was looking at the same thing. So I, I think we're addressing what you're, what you're saying here now there's there's just eclectic tastes everywhere there's different styles of music everywhere there's great music being made by by the, the generation that's, that's coming up but yeah it's it's hard to last because next week there'll be another couple of hundred records coming out and you know there's it's uh what what do they used to call it you know it's it's kind of the, the do-it-yourself the home game you know you can make a fabulous a- album on pro tools you know in your parents basement and it, and it'll sound great but the trouble is there's thousands of people doing that. So you're happy with the way music is now, the business, the artist, you're, you're, you're good with it. Well, again, it's so different. Like, uh, in the in the days of the great big record companies, you know Warner Brothers, Capital EMI, you know all that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, that was, as we know, that was very structured, and the means of delivery were very very structured, and and the and the marketing and all that was very institutionalized. And now, in in the do it yourself, you know, gather your audience yourself, you know, uh, on online. On on the one hand, I, I think there's more opportunity now. Uh, but uh, on the other hand, there's there's just too many people doing it. So yeah, I guess that's the trade-off. The reason why I asked that question is because um, on my show, Mario Andretti, the great race car driver. Well, now we didn't talk about it on my show, but I've heard him talk about it before. He, he loves yeah. the sport of racing. He's happy where it is. The technology, yeah. the look of the car. Jerry Cooney, the former uh, number one heavyweight contender in the world, says boxing is in a good place. For me. Um, I, I don't, you probably don't know, but I scout professional baseball. I'm also a head baseball coach at Carnegie Mellon university and I do baseball training. So I love doing what I do. I love coaching. I love scouting. I love, uh, training all that, but I I don't like where the game is today. I I just read something before you, we got on the air that there are more, there was 2,664 more strikeouts than there were hits. Um, I'm not really crazy about the way the game is being played or being coached. And so I, I, I'm envious of people. I mean, like I said, Andretti or Cooney or even yourself saying that you like where things are kind of going because I'm not real crazy about the way baseball is going. So that, that's why I asked you uh, about the music business and, um, and, and the songs itself. I, for me, I just love the old stuff. And, and if there's occasionally my daughter's 21 so here's yeah. something that you may appreciate, Al. She'll listen to a song, and she may she'll like it. And I'll say, eh, let me put an Elvis song on, right? And we'll compare <laughs> it to who wins that battle, right? And, yeah. and uh, Or even a little bit older, like uh, I, I'm a big R&B fan, like the Commodores or Cool and the Gang or you know yeah. that type thing. Compared to the uh, – even early rap was good. Um, I, I'm right. just not, I mean, there's a few songs that are good now. I'm not saying there isn't, there's some artists out there who are very, very talented, uh, or like a Ray Parker jr. Who, um, I believe one of his albums, he did 
the lead vocals, the backups, the keyboards, the guitars, the drums, the everything. You just don't see that anymore, in my opinion. A- am I right or wrong about that? Yes, you've got to, you make a very salient point here because uh, you, you you don't want to hide behind the technology. You know what I mean? Like right. like next, like, like there there uh, take a great singer like Adele or someone like that. You sure. know, there's there, there's great talent coming up, but but the technology can allow you to, to, to something like music or baseball can be so systematized. Like there's, there's too much information. You know, we've, we've, we, exactly. we know, we know the backstory. We know how it works. We know, we know what vitamins you should take, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, so things can end up too systematized. So yeah. Is there talent out there? Absolutely. Uh, but, uh, you know, it has to, it has to rise above the technology. You know, like, are there great drummers out there? Absolutely, but you don't want to hide behind a drum machine. You know what I mean? So, so that that talent has to rise above the machinery. Well put, well put. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break to hear from our wonderful sponsors, Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center, Don's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, Criminal Defense Attorney, Eric Jackson Lurie, the Quaker Valley Rotary Club, and don't forget about my book, Lead from the Heart Up, Not the Neck Up, How to Create a Positive Winning Culture on the Field and in the Office. You can get that on my website, ClaudioRelsano.com, JohnMelvinPublishing.com, and barnesandnoble.com and amazon.com and you can get it at the Barnes and Noble in Robinson Township. Don't forget about our boxing show, The Boxing Authorities with Luther Dupree Jr. and Smokin' Jim Frazier. You can catch that on live.vivetv.network and of course in Pittsburgh, PCTV21 Comcast, PCTV47 Verizon and my new YouTube channel, Claudio Relsano TV. Check that out and I know I do another show. Oh yeah, Monday Night Impact. How can I forget that? Uh, on uh, that's at six to six thirty p.m. Eastern time. You can check that out on my website, ClaudioRelsano.com, and a few golf events. The Ray Boom Boom Mancini Foundation will hold a golf tournament on June fourth, benefiting a nice little girl, Sophia Angiuti, at Noel Run Golf Course in Lowellville, Ohio. One hundred dollars per golfer. It's a great event. Please contact Ray Boom Boom Mancini Foundation at gmail.com. Make sure you tell me you heard it on our show. And the twenty-first annual Sid Bream and John Cole Celebrity Golf Classic at Treesdale. Uh, that'll be May 16th. Contact me about this event. Players who have played before, Rocky Blyer, Robin Cole, Louis Lips, Louis Lips, Jim Rooker, John Candelaria, Lynn Swan. I know Rocky will be playing in it again this year. Uh, I'll be there, and we will have uh, another great list of celebrities, and I will read those off to you as soon as we get them confirmed. And lastly, the Tony Colosimo 17th Annual Golf Tournament at the that's for the Quaker Valley Rotary Club. That's June 10th, Beaver Valley Golf Club. Call Scott Zayner at 724-846-2212. We were right back with Al Harlow. Dr. Roscoe, I've been talking to my dad, and he seems out of sorts, like he can't understand what I'm saying. It's not just a hearing problem, Jolie. It is a health problem. Even with a mild hearing loss, our risk of dementia doubles with age. So let's improve dad's hearing and his health. Let us be the solution to his hearing health care needs so you and dad can experience many years of understanding, laughter, and happy memories. Serving the Dubois area for over 20 years, the Roscoe Hearing Care Center in Dubois, Punxsy, and St. Mary's, the hearing solutions you've been looking for. Call us for an appointment today, 814-375-0455. 
The law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Dom Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. Would you like to join a community service-oriented group to help provide remarkable services such as the Halloween Parade, Santa Parade, a Memorial Golf Outing, the Annual Harvest Festival, award secondary educational scholarships, and raise several fundraising events? If so, the Quaker Valley Rotary Club is looking for people of action who live a service-above-self type of lifestyle and want to help make the Quaker Valley District even better. Please visit us at www.quakervalleyrotary.org or call Scott Zayner at 412-720-0298. Okay, Al, hope I didn't do too many uh, commercials there for you, brother. That was brilliant, man. Hey, uh, put, put me down for a retail copy of your book, man. Man, lead from the heart up. That's fantastic. Uh, That's powerful. That's powerful I'll, stuff, I'll man. I'll send you one. I'll send you one. We'll get your address, and that'd be my pleasure to send you one. Oh, uh, that's that's wonderful. I'm a fan. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. On two chapters, though, I rip on Eric for about two chapters. So. All right. Dom T's never, 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 never love Eric. Plus, he would sue me, so we can't do that, right? That's right. Yeah, you'd be very careful here. You might end up in that courtroom. That's right. Okay, Prism, tell us how that started. Uh, you, I mean, again, tell us how it was born. Well, yeah, it's a Prism story. Uh, we uh, were uh, a, a little ragamuffin uh, Canadian rock band called The Seeds of Time. And so that was kind of a, a back in the, in the hippie days and so forth. And uh, but then the, the the music business in Canada, say like in in L.A. You, excuse me, in, in the U.S. you got you know, used to be the the New York and, and L.A. centers, you know, and in Canada there was just Toronto was the was the number one town. So out here in the West, we were just a bunch of cowboys, you know. But then it started to mature, like like a big acts could break out of Vancouver like Hart and Backman Turner Overdrive. These were all friends of ours, you know. And so we thought, hey, wait a minute, we got to get organized here. So <laughs> and so the record labels had discovered, you know, the west coast of Canada. And so we we the timing was right, you know, we kind of got our act together. And then um we actually uh, charted in Billboard in, in the U.S. before Canada. So our fellow Canadians thought that, that we were American for the, about the first year. So that was kind of charming. We, we, we didn't uh, do anything to, to dispel those rumors. <laughs> and, uh, and so it went. You know, uh, we, uh, we, we had a, 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 a fi- our 15 minutes was a kind of a good one, you know, but, and it seems to have not gone away. You know, like I'm still doing the festival concert tours, and, uh, you know, people like hearing the old hits, you know. Now, with everything, there's ups and downs in, in business and in life. Tell us some of the ups and downs about Prism and how they were dealt with. Well, yeah, uh, th- that that creative process, you know, we, 
you know, like 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 writing songs and and making a direction and you know what should the the next album, you know what should be the flavor of it, you know where where do we steer the boat, you know which where where are we going here, and that that's always going to be fraught with uh, with creative tension, you know, and there's famous stories out there, you know. The Lennon and McCartney's, you know, the Jagger versus Richards, you know, the, the Robert Plant versus Jimmy Page. There's been some, you know, some creative tension battle. People write books about this stuff. And so it, in our case, it, it kind of blew apart a bit. Uh, you know, we we changed singers sort of halfway through the stream, but 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 the fans just loved our original singer's voice. And so there were, there were some some mistakes made that I thought were I was not necessarily in, in, in favor of. So, yeah, it's too bad. I think we can all look back and say, well, I, I could have zigged when I zagged. You know, I could have taken a, a left turn when we when we took a right turn. So, you know, I don't think there's anybody on the planet that doesn't have those kinds of things to live with. But but that's OK. Life is good. We're still doing it, you know. Right. That's for sure. Now, you've come out with a new CD and it's titled Al Harlow Now. Uh, why the title and why this project? Well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, when when Prism l- launched, um, I was actually down the street at a different studio doing my, my first solo album. So in other words, this Al Harlow guy always, my band was called Al Harlow. So I always was the solo guy. So my my joke is that with Prism, I took a 40-year coffee break, you know, to be a team <laughs> member. Yeah. Uh, I'm taking one for the team, you know, because right, the... The, the Prism guys were my, you know, they were my buddies, you know what I mean? And, that's, I, and I always liken it to team sports, you know, that it was a team thing first. So I said, okay, I'll, you know, I, I'll drop what I'm doing and I'll come over and we're, we're going to do this together. So, so we did, and, and I'm, I'm grateful that we did. I'm happy that we did. But I was in the studio doing my first record. Now, a few of those songs ended up being on Prism uh, uh, albums. So this year, uh, I finally got around to, to doing a, a real proper uh, you know, melodic guitar driven rock album, you know, that's who I am musically. And I think the fans of Prism find it interesting. I'm getting feedback on it saying, well, wow, you know, it's, it's not Prism, but it, but it's you. We, we can see, you know, your contributions. We can see the role that you've played all along. So I'm, I've digitally remastered the album that I was making when, when I first got involved with the Prism guys. And so that's going to come out as kind of a, an archival historic album next year, and it'll be called Al Harlow Then, Before the Beginning. So we're kind of dealing with bookends here right now. Maybe I shouldn't sort of tip my hand here, but this is <laughs> Al Harlow now. This, this is who I am musically right now. And it's, the lyrics are quite autobiographical, too. You know, it, it tells Al's story. And the, next year, I'll put out Al Harlow Then, and, and that should kind of. And then the book comes out after that. So there you go. Oh, we're wow. going to do okay. a. Good. We're going to we're going to do a package here. So right now we're living in the now, man. I, I love that, and I'm going to skip a question because I'm going to go back to this question in a minute about some of the songs. But uh, you've talked a few times about writing songs, and let me ask you a, a question. I've always wondered: um, Is it easier for you to sing a song? And, and probably, this is probably not gonna. I'm not gonna ask this right. Is it easier for you to sing a song and be more passionate about a song that you wrote as opposed to someone else? Even though it's a great song that someone else wrote, but you actually lived it. It came from your heart up, so to speak. Yes. Wow. I've never been asked that, and that's a really good question because because you got to put your hat on and say, okay, 
if I'm singing someone else's song and I, and I love it, I respect it, and I wish those you know the, whoever wrote that they they've put the words in my mouth. You know, tonight right. I'm in front of an audience, I'm stepping up to a microphone, and the lights are on, and I've I've got to mean it. You know, so now you're you're interpreting. It's the old Frank Sinatra thing, right? He never wrote Elvis Presley never wrote songs, right. but but what an he could make you those guys could make you believe it, and so. Uh, conversely, if I'm singing one of my own songs, I'm, I'm saying, well, th- this, this is my story. This is how I really felt when I wrote that song. And tonight, as I'm singing it in front of this crowd, I, I, I've, I've got to feel it again. Like, not, not, not fake it, but get right inside how I felt the moment I wrote it. So you really have to do a mental, <clears throat> uh, a mental grasp to, to say, you know, because you, you have to mean it. It's got to be real both yeah. times. Yes, and I, I love that process, and and you you nailed it. Like so, someone said to Tony Bennett, they asked Tony Bennett, "Hey man, how many times can you sing? I left my heart in San Francisco," and Tony Bennett said, "It's easy, man. I'm believing it every night. I believe it." <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, that's I, I remember when Lionel Richie. Obviously, he had that string of hits, and then for oh, yeah. and it wasn't there anymore. And then I guess he was having some. Uh, marital issues, and I believe he told Barbara Walters, she said, how come you're not recording anything? He says, it's kind of hard to record a love song when you're going through a divorce. You know, I'm kind of paraphrasing. <laughs> yeah. But, so you know that whenever he sang those songs, you know, he was singing them to somebody, or you know, a, a song that's a heartbreaking song, that singer, man, you could just feel it. And, and then you kind of, for me, I look and see who wrote it. And when, they, when, that, when that singer wrote it, it's, oh man, you know, you can feel it too. And I just wondered, yeah how hard it is for you to sing, appreciate the other person's work and lyrics and, and all that. Yes. But you know, you didn't live that relationship or that, um, that journey of maybe if it was about, you know, making your dreams come true, whatever. But when yeah. you write it, you know, it, it has to be, I mean, I, I was just curious on how hard it was. And, and uh, like you said, I guess you just have to turn that dial and maybe put yourself in that position. That's it. You, you you turn the dial and you put yourself in that position and now now we're talking about the <clears throat> the qualities of a of a great song like if if Lionel Richie of course as, as you mentioned you know, what a genuine guy and if and if he's singing that you know he's got the audience believing it and the lyrics and the song have to be universal enough that the audience can can interpret it and, and apply it to their own lives, right? right, right. And, and and that's just the hallmark of a great song. If you can put yourself inside that song and feel it while you're listening to it, well, then the singer's job is half done already. You know, <laughs> all the singer has to do is match the audience's, you know, relating to that lyric. So yeah, if I'm if I'm if I have the privilege of singing somebody else's great song. Then you know all I have to do is say, man, I can relate to this because I've got my own version of this heartbreak or this falling in love, whatever it is we're singing about here. You know, the guy, that, the the person who wrote this song has made me believe it, and and now I can pass it on to you. And I just thought about this whenever I was writing my book, um, or even a letter to somebody uh, that I, a friend of mine or whatever. I, I again, I pour my heart and soul into it. And after I'm done writing a letter or a Christmas card or part of my book, I felt like drained. And then yeah. I could stop and move on to something else. Or after I coach a game, I'm drained, right? So at, let's just say, I know after a concert, I, I get it, you're drained. But 
Have you ever been drained after a song that you wrote that was really, really written, not from the fingertips, but again, from the heart, and it just conjured up emotions or, or whatever? Were you ever drained after a song like that and then had to go next song was like a rock song, a real up ballad song? Absolutely. You, you're, you're nailing it. Yet you get to that moment right at the end and you think, oh, my goodness, like I, 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 I just exposed something here. I, I just told a real private story about myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then but if the audience lights up, you know that they're right there with you, you know, and it's kind of like I uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a really bad tennis player. I'm, I'm like low C division tennis, you know, and I'm just thinking, man, you're only as good as that next swing, man, that next backhand, you know, that next top spin. And then the drummer says one, two, three, four. Now you're out of that moment. You, you, you can't afford to be drained anymore. And you're into the next song. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, you got exactly. it. You got to hit that ball over the net now, man. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have time. That's right. Now you have to, yeah. as we said, turn it down. Now, I, I want to go over some of these great songs uh, that you wrote. And just give me a quick synopsis of it and kind of where it came from. Uh, Meet Me in the Sky. Well, thank you. The, that was the most recent song I've written, and I wrote it for the album. And uh, it's nice when you're in the studio and you're, and you're in the middle of doing it because then you got perspective. Okay, now, now we need a song that kind of goes over here and goes over there. And, and I always like it, uh, as we said a, a few minutes ago, when the audience can put themselves into the lyric and can identify with it, maybe even on more than one level, you know. So this Meet Me in the Sky business um, – I'd been writing it in my head for some time because when uh, when my band Prism goes out on tour, we come in from different airports and uh, we always end up on the final flight that takes us into our destination, whether it's sure. Toronto, Montreal, Chicago, wherever we're going, right? And so it's so funny. I I, I walk up the aisle of the airplane and, and that's that's how I bump into my band members. I'll say, oh, <laughs> okay, Gary, you're on the on board. That's good. So it was a bit of a joke for me. I, we, we said, hey, you know, the band gets together at 35,000 feet you know and so there was that aspect to it so i i made sure that the lyrics allowed for you know uh, uh, with a tail of fire you know, at the speed you know like okay that's 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 an airplane that's a jet engine you know and we're in a tunnel you know this uh, like someone said an airplane's a big tube where you sit down in a chair you know and then right. on the other hand i wanted this kind of all surpassing like this heavenly rapture you know and i still tied the two things together because when you get to the other end there's a cheering crowd there's a big stage there's lights and sound and wow we're in this spectacle you know and, and like the circus is in town and it's us you know so i kept that metaphor going through you know when you get to the other side but then i thought wow why not kind of a heavenly you know i'll meet you in the sky brother it's not over yet you know let this 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 is eternal let's keep going so i i wanted the song to work on those two levels without being obvious you know like let people decide for themselves what where that story is going. Love that. Love that. How about rising sun? Well, thank you for that. That was, uh, that was just kind of a, a, a twofold. It's kind of a spiritual journey and it's, it's optimism, you know, and, uh, someone thought that there was a, a spelling error in the title, you know, S O N, you know, right. so, you know, the, it's, 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 it's the savior, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's the very personal, very joyous Christian perspective, sure. but it's also, 
it, it's, it's also optimistic, you know, hey, man, we live in hope, you know, and uh, a, a, a living hope. So, hey, that the, the, the sun will rise, you know. So, it's I, again, I like things to work on a couple of levels so people can feel comfortable. They can put themselves into the narrative, you know. Love that as well. Now, this is one that uh, you partnered with, um, Scott Young, uh, if it wasn't for you. Well, that's an interesting ballad. Yes, Scott, my uh, producer, showed up. He's also the drummer in the Al Harlow band and, and, and the studio engineer. So one of those guys. Yeah, we're talking about talent. <laughs> right. Oh, Very yeah. Ta- yeah, and he said, hey, Al, I got a song that I think I can put in your mouth. You know, I, I think this could come out of your mouth. And so it was about the girl that he ended up marrying. Okay. And yeah, and, and I said, well, Scott, that, that, that's great. Do you mind if I mess around with the lyrics? You know, so he allowed me to rewrite the verses and the, and the bridge. And, and um, <clears throat> with, with, with my lady, we had broken up and got back together again. So there's that whole second time around thing. Hey, it's better the second, you know, the, the best part of breaking up is when you're making up, you know. So he allowed me to kind of project a little layer, another dimension onto the story. And uh, so we, 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 we made that work between the two of us. And so, yeah, that's just one of those dedications of if it wasn't for you, I couldn't be this strong. Like, hey, baby, you know, you're my better half. You know, I, I got to be honest. There's a lot of uh, albums out there, CDs. They'll have you know, 12, 10 songs. And sometimes it was always disappointing when just one or two of them were good, you know, and it's, oh yeah. my God, this one, I got to be honest with you. I, I love each and every one of them. I just mentioned a few of them here, but um, great work, great work. You should be, I know you're very proud of it and, uh, and you should be, and I know your fans are just going to go. And Eric told me it was good and it was even better. But um, uh, so congratulations to this great work for sure. Well, thank you so much, uh, Claudio. We we really put our heart into it, and it, and it does tell my story. It's quite autobiographical. And we actually sat down and we shook hands and said, "Let's make sure there's no filler. We want every song to be just the best we 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 got." So it took a while to do, you know. And and uh, some songs we just kicked off because they didn't make the grade. So yeah, we we wanted someone to press play, and we wanted every song to to just top the last one we wanted to make sure that it was just you know all uh, kind of a, a, a greatest hits on a brand new album right no and you certainly did that but when when i got this the first thing i always do i don't know why but i've always done it i just look at the titles you know the titles of the song and, and i'm not kidding when i say this i could see and then i look over to the right of it and see who wrote the song it, it was autobiographical i autobiography did i say that right what yeah okay uh but i i could definitely tell that and again Um, you wrote it with your heart. So I I appreciate that. But when we come back, we're going to have the Eric Jackson, Lori final word, but uh, we want to listen for our song, hear our sponsors one more time. Roscoe hearing and allergy care center, Don's pizzeria and sports bar, criminal defense, Eric Jackson, Lori, uh, the Quaker Valley rotary club and my book lead from the heart up, not the neck up, how to create a positive winning culture on the field and in the office. Get that on my website, Barnes and Noble store, Robinson township, John Melvin, publishing.com, uh, get it anywhere the boxing authorities boxing's best best tv show trust me luther dupree jr smoke and jim frazier love those guys you can watch that show and me i'm hosting it you can watch that show on live.vivetv.network pctv21 comcast 
PCTV 47 Verizon, Monday Night Impact with Mark Mancini and I. Uh, we talk about business, leadership, motivation, and life. You can check that out on my website. You can click on the link. You'll go to Mancini Media. Uh, this week, we're going to be on Wednesday at 6 to 6.30, but usually we're on Monday. Uh, you can also listen to that on Blog Talk Radio and my brand new YouTube channel, Claudio Relsano TV, and some golf events. Uh, the Ray Boom Boom Man City Golf Foundation will hold a golf event June 4th, benefiting six-year-old Sophia Angiuti at Noel Run Golf Course in Lowellville, Ohio. It's only $100 per player. It's a great event. You'll get to see Ray. It's for a great cause. Contact Ray Boom Boom Mancini Foundation at gmail.com. Tell them that you heard it on the Claudio Relsano Show and the 21st annual Sid Bream and John Kolb Celebrity Golf Classic at Treesdale Golf Course on May 16th. Contact me about that, and I'll pass your information on. Players who have played in the past, Rocky Blyer, Robin Cole, Louis Lips, Jim Rooker, John Candelaria, Lynn Swan, a bunch of great NFL players, uh, again, Pirates, Steelers. I'll be there again for my 21st year. And uh, we will have a great group of celebrities participating in this year's event as well. And I'll let you know uh, who they are once everybody's confirmed. I know Rocky Blyer will be there for sure. And the Quaker Valley Rotary Club, the Tony Colosimo 17th annual golf event. Tony was a great guy, great friend. I miss Tony a ton. Uh, that'll be June 10th at Beaver Valley Golf Club. Please call Scott Zayner at 724 846-2212. We'll be right back with the great Al Harlow. Why is it when I talk to my mom, she can't understand me? She gets so cranky and irritable. Well, your mother's ears cannot understand speech sounds, and that leaves her trying to guess what you said. This makes conversation exhausting for her. Can we help her? Yes, Julie. Once we improve her hearing, she'll be less frustrated and be able to enjoy talking with you again. If your loved one needs help hearing and understanding, call the Roscoe Hearing Center at 814-375-0455. Hearing solutions with the care you've been looking for. The law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Dom Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. Would you like to join a community service-oriented group to help provide remarkable services such as the Halloween Parade, Santa Parade, a Memorial Golf Outing, the annual Harvest Festival, award secondary educational scholarships, and raise several fundraising events? If so, the Quaker Valley Rotary Club is looking for people of action who live a service above self type of lifestyle and want to help make the Quaker Valley District even better. Please visit us at www.quakervalleyrotary.org or call Scott Zayner at 412-720-0298. 
Okay, Al, we have something here called the Eric Jackson Lurie. We, we should have named the show after him. Colonel Defense yeah. Attorney Eric Jackson Lurie <laughs> with offices located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. Call Eric at 412-963-9308. He is a great attorney, but you know what? He's even a greater person. That's who you want on your side for sure. Okay, on this show, Al, one of the reasons why I started it, um, I've been fortunate enough to know a lot of uh, – former athletes, great people, and everybody has a story and everybody has had to overcome things. So, uh, and I like, man, we all have. So my advice uh, right, for you, advice for our listeners who are going through anything tough in life, any negative situations or anything that they're going through right now that's tough. What is Al Harlow's advice to deal with negativity and to overcome obstacles in life? Wow. Yeah, and we've all got things that we that we struggle with, you know. And uh, yeah, I would just say, you know, f- faith is a is a is a very powerful a very powerful force, you know. And uh, you're you're not alone, and no no nobody's alone. Nobody's an island, you know. And we're we're there for each other. And uh, you know, I mean, I've I've been through stuff like like recovery. You know, I've seen some tough guys come in saying, "Well, you know, what am I doing here? This is for losers." And uh, and we said, "No, man, it's for, it's it's for winners." You know, and and a lot of those guys, uh, you know, they they just ended up just realizing that uh, you know that 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 God's on their side. They're not alone. There's a purpose to this whole thing. And a lot of those guys uh, just ended up going to their local community churches and they said, Hey, this this all came true for me, you know? And so uh, I had to go through that journey. You know, I thought that I, I was, uh, I had it all figured out when I was <laughs> in my early twenties sure, and, sure. and I, and I started driving the bus into the ditch, you know? <laughs> and then, and, and I realized, uh, no man, you know, I, I, I got a, not only do I have a higher power, but I, I got a savior and, and, uh, you know, God cares about me and he cares about you. And we're, we're not alone in this thing. And, and that's, that's really when, when, when you do get your power back, because, uh, you know, it's, it's not just you with the steering wheel in your hand, you know, you've, right. you've, you've got the best pilot in the whole, in the whole heavens and universe on your side. And if you just lay hold of that and, uh, and let that flow, then yeah, man, that, that's the only reason that I'm, that, that uh, I'm driving between the lines now. Very well said. Very well. And you know what? We're going to do one more Eric Jackson Lurie final word, and that is advice for people who want to go after a dream. Uh, your your goals for people have uh, your 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 words for people who have goals and, and dreams. Yes, and you know, you 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 can't you can't worry about uh, about making mistakes and falling flat on your face. You know. And don't worry about what the neighbors think, man. <laughs> if you're focused, yeah, yeah. then then that then focus itself is like a gift. Like stay on task, brother. And uh, I can say that for some of us who are more like people pleasers, or like there's no shortage of advice out there, as we all know. <laughs> but uh, make it, you know, take take it to heart. Take it for what it's worth. And and just stay focused and don't let uh, you know any, anybody derail those those dreams. If it makes sense and you're realistic with yourself and you know that you've got what it takes to to follow through, then that singular goal of following through, man, you don't let yourself down. You know, and I think that's the, the kind of the, the the way it is for many of us. You know, there's there's just a, a, a lot of advice and a lot of opinions, but if you know what you want to do, kids. 
then you just stay true to that and uh, you'll you'll stay right on your central lane. Very well said. Al, it was an absolute honor to have you on the show. Um, great musician, but you know what? You're even a 10 times better man and I, I'm really lucky to have you on and I, I thank Eric and I know our fans uh, of the show are really going to love this interview. So thank you so much and we wish you all the very best. Uh, next time, your, your next album, you let me know you're coming back on. Well, thank you, Claudio, and and thank you so much for all you're doing for the world of sport, and 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 put me down for a retail copy of your book, brother. I'm a fan. I'm I'm there with you. You send me your address, and you got one coming. Thank you so much, brother. I appreciate it. <laughs> thank you again, Claudio. You. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, everyone. Well, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. That was that was great. And uh, oh man, thank bad. you, brother. Oh. That those were. Great. You're a great interviewer, and you just made it interesting, man. I, I, I was doing my best to keep up with you. <laughs> well, no, you're doing great, and we're still taping, so that's good. You just gave me a nice compliment there. <laughs> good. Thank you, Let's brother. use it. I, Let's I, use yes, it. Yes, we're definitely going to use it. I need all the compliments I can get. <laughs> oh, you deserve them, Claudio. Absolutely. You've made this a real pleasure. Thank you. No, you did. You did. You really did. I, I was excited to have you on, and like I said, fantastic job, and uh, we'll have you on again for sure. Well, thank you, sir. And yeah, let's uh, let's keep in touch here. And yes, uh, uh, of course, Eric will always keep us together. And uh, yeah, yeah, this, this thing this is to be continued. It keeps yes, going. And I hope we see you in Pittsburgh one of these days. That's my goal too. I got to get out there again. Prison played Pittsburgh a long time ago, but uh, I'm I'm way overdue to 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 come out and, and see my new friends. Well, we're waiting for you. We're waiting for you. Good brother. All right, brother. Thank you again. Thanks, Claudio. Okay, buddy. Bye bye. Talk soon. Bye bye. Talk soon. Okay, everyone, uh, again, thank you to Al Harlow. I know you guys enjoyed that interview. And uh, thank you to our sponsors, Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center, Don's Pizzeria and Sports Bar at 502 Cabot Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call Dom at 412-372-3667. Criminal Defense Attorney Eric Jackson-Lurie, the Quaker Valley Rotary Club. You got the information on my book and all the shows. Uh, as always, thank you, Rick Mitchell, Adam Zalouf. You're the best. And uh, subscribe to our show. Continue to send the great emails. We really appreciate it. And uh, as always, thank you, Mom and Pop. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to The Claudio Rosano Show, brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. Be sure to tune in next time on ClaudioRosano.com. I talk to my mom, she can't understand me. She gets so cranky and irritable. Well, your mother's ears cannot understand speech sounds, and that leaves her trying to guess what you said. This makes conversation exhausting for her. Can we help her? Yes, Julie. Once we improve her hearing, she'll be less frustrated and be able to enjoy talking with you again. If your loved one needs help hearing and understanding, call the Roscoe Hearing Center at 814-375-0455. Hearing solutions with the care you've been looking for. 
offices of Eric Jackson Lorry are available when you need him for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lorry are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lorry are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Dom Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. Would you like to join a community service-oriented group to help provide remarkable services such as the Halloween Parade, Santa Parade, a Memorial Golf Outing, the annual Harvest Festival, award secondary educational scholarships, and raise several fundraising events? If so, the Quaker Valley Rotary Club is looking for people of action who live a service-above-self type of lifestyle and want to help make the Quaker Valley District even better. Please visit us at www.quakervalleyrotary.org or call Scott Zayner at 412-720-0298. 